Welcome to the Cultivating Roots podcast. I'm Michaela, a sustainable lifestyle blogger who believes in living slowly and seasonally, making my home as huga as possible, and nurturing ourselves alongside the earth. In this podcast, we will discuss slow living, how to incorporate sustainability in a practical way, going from fashion blogging to slow fashion, and much more. Let's jump right in. Freezing December day here, so I am all cozied up with my cozy cup of tea, and I have my little electric stove on, and I thought we could just talk about my journey to living a slow and an intentional life, one that's, you know, you pursue the seasons, and, you know, you enjoy the mundane, and yeah, so I thought we could just start at the beginning, since... (laughs) That's usually where you start with a journey, right? Um, So I think it would be good to start with my background and kind of, you know, where I lived and how that contributed to a challenge in terms of living slowly. So I grew up and I still live here in Silicon Valley, California. Um, Many know this, but if you don't, it is the home to all of the big tech giants. So Google, Apple... Meta, Tesla used to be here. And, you know, with that, it's really become a destination for people with extremely high ambition, you know, wanting to create something that then becomes the next big, you know, tech giant, you know, billionaire type thing. And, you know, having grown up in that, it's not necessarily bad, but it definitely doesn't breed, you know, the idea of living in the little things, enjoying seasonal life, um, a slow life. It really makes you feel like you have to pursue more and more and more. If that's more money, you know, more promotions, buying more, you know, pursuing longer hours. That's really what living here is like because we are nowhere close. I mean, maybe two hours out from any kind of farmland. And so you don't have that culture of people that do live seasonally, do live off the land, um, do live a more slow and contented life. And that has been a real challenge for me. It's something that absolutely has contributed to why it took me a very long time to pursue this way of life, even though I had heard it and been recommended it many times over. Because I also went to a business school where the number one major was entrepreneurship, which is awesome that so many people want to create. But it's also... So many people wanted to create to become the next Steve Jobs and etc. You know, I did not have those kind of ambitions, but I felt like I had to. So, you know, I, the next part of my journey, so I was in this business school and, you know, was pursuing the same kind of work ethic and toxic productivity 
more is more mentality as everyone else. And then my senior year, I got diagnosed with chronic migraine disease, a very severe form and or the severest form I'm told. And that is where things started to really change. I mean, obviously. <laughs> and I could no longer keep up hardly with my workload. I almost didn't graduate on time because I just couldn't finish my thesis. I couldn't do my internship because I was getting more and more sick trying to pursue the same level of just drive and ambition and doing that everyone else was. And that should have been a sign to me, but of course, I was 22 years old and ignored that. <laughs> and so then I graduated, and even though I was sick, I went into a career of marketing and social media and just, you know, decided like, I'm going to put my head down like the Taurus I am, being a bull, and, and just grind it out, you know. Everyone's telling me that's what I have to do. I just have to, like, pursue and pursue and pursue, and I will get there, you know, there, whatever there is, right? Um, and, you know, I saw very quickly the more hours I worked, the longer the days were, um, always saying yes and having no boundaries and no concept of actually ever turning off. I was getting so sick, ending up in the hospital multiple times and needing treatments. Just, you know, I lost that first year of work 20 pounds and I'm already a very, very small person. And I could see like, and everyone else could, how dangerous it was for me to pursue this life in the fast lane. Yet, I didn't know anything else, and I didn't think it was okay to live any other way, especially then at such a young age. And so, fast forward, I kept trying to move up, get bigger job titles, get bigger salaries, work longer hours, keep up with everyone else because I didn't want to be an outsider or labeled as weird. And then I just couldn't. But I, and you'll think like, oh, well, maybe she figured out she couldn't like within a year or two. Nope. Five years of that. <laughs> Five years of severe illness. And I, you know, it only, I finally made the decision to move away from that career um, in December of 2021, where I was... 27 years old and I still at the time even though I knew I could no longer live that way pursue that kind of life it was so hard for me to really settle into this idea that I could live a different lifestyle and just a way of life in general and feel so much peace I just didn't believe it because I had only grown up in this specific mentality in way. So, you know, those are kind of my background as to why it was very challenging for me to step into 
this way of life? And you're probably thinking, did you ever step into it? Yes, I did. So I, you know, was speaking to my therapist at the time, and she really helped me with the, you know, break down these pieces of my ego that weren't allowing me to just be okay with doing less, wanting less, you know, not feeling like I had to be ambitious like everyone else I knew was, not trying to keep up with the timelines of things. What if I just was Michaela and that's it? Just be who I am. And what if I, you know, did one thing a day and that was it? And I did that one thing and I could congratulate myself. So slowly I worked and broke down a lot of these, like I said, kind of ego bricks that I had built up. And I also started reading a lot of books about slow living. One of my favorites being Slow, Simple Living for a Frantic World. That is like my favorite book of all time that I read this year because it was so helpful for me um, in pursuing this kind of life and, you know, pursuing it and learning from someone that doesn't necessarily live on a farm and, you know, doesn't live super rurally, which, you know, is just not an option for me yet. And so it was just wonderful and so refreshing to read and learn from someone that was, you know, closer to the way I have to live at right now. Because right now, you know, I'm in an apartment. So I'm very far from living, you know, on land and being able to have my own garden and expansive views, etc. And so that was so helpful for me to start reading books and learning from people that, um, were more like me. And so after that, after kind of really reading, working with my therapist, I started to just lean in instead of like digging my heels in and just feeling like, well, everyone's going to think like I'm so strange or I'm going to receive judgment or I'm not enough. And that's why, you know, I can't pursue this fast paced life like, my brain just doesn't let me, and how unfair is that? Why me? Instead of those kinds of thoughts, I just decided, let's try. Let's see if you feel peace, if, you know, it helps you feel more well in terms of physically as well. And, you know, I can't say that living slowly and taking the stress of working 50 plus hours in marketing and social media away cured me of this disease. It absolutely did not. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily less sick, but I am less sick in ways, in a very different way. You know, I can now see that this is just life with chronic illness, which is a daily illness. You know, before it was living with a daily illness, but pushing it to the absolute limits all the time. 
And I would lay my head down at night and just feel like my brain and my body were buzzing, just truly on this kind of electric, you know, current. And it was the worst, most anxiety riddling feeling to try to rest and be so tired and just burnt to nothing and not be able to sleep because I was having too much caffeine, etc. to try to maintain that. And now, even though, like I said, the illness is still daily and it's still there in all of its wonderful migraine glory, um, I don't have that, like, I can actually sleep at night for the most part. And I don't have this never-ending buzzing anxiety and unhappiness and just feeling like, I'm in an impossible situation of either choosing my health or choosing my career. You know, letting go of that was truly just the amount of weight that was lifted was huge. Um, and so, you know, quite quickly to me, I realized, yes, this is the life that I want to pursue. I don't fully know how to yet. I don't know how to make it you know, extremely financially stable when I have to work, if I do go back into a work capacity and much reduced hours, you know, there's still things that I am learning and trying to figure out. That's why it's a journey. And that's okay. You know, those things, it's not that they don't scare me. It's not that they don't, you know, add a level of, again, hardship <laughs> um, to this way of living, but it is absolutely worth it to me. And it also feels like a coming home because even as a child, I remember in growing up, I, I just wanted to grow things. I wanted to paint. I wanted to read. I wanted to help people. I didn't want to, I wasn't striving if that makes sense. I've never felt like an overly ambitious person. I love to create. I love that so much. It really makes me who I am, but I don't feel the like have to create a business so that I can make money and become the CEO and all these like, I don't know, things. I just don't have that. And I always felt like I was wrong for not being that way, especially here where it seems like everyone and their mom is like trying to create a business and become a bazillionaire. But so when I finally kind of sat back into this life, it felt like, wow, I can finally be who I am. I can take a deep breath and just take it one day at a time or maybe some days I'm going to have to take it one hour at a time to really, you know, remind myself that it's okay to live this way. And so that's my journey so far up until this point is, is bumpy. You know, sometimes I might make a U-turn and go backwards a little bit into my feeling like, you know, I'm not being productive, I'm not worthy tendencies. Um, but then, you know, I remind myself that 
I'm worthy no matter what I produce or don't, no matter what kind of job I have or don't, and that success can be so many things. Success can be making your bed in the morning, you know, getting dressed, tending to your plants and your flowers and the things that you're growing with your hands. Success can be making a meal for your family or walking your dog. It doesn't have to be that you put in 14 hours of coding and you wrote 15 social media posts and etc. It doesn't have to be that. And, um, wow, I just said and and um 18 times. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still getting used to doing this again. But kind of allowing that has really allowed me to live this way. And it's allowed me to feel like I don't have to live inside of the chaos and the more and the need for things because they just, I don't know, they just kind of, the want of those things fell away. It's not like I don't like things or nice things even, but they just don't hold the same weight. They don't matter as much. And that's how I know that I'm really leaning into this way of slow and seasonal living. So yeah, that is my journey up until this point. It will, like I said, continue to evolve and grow with me. And I can't wait for one day to have my own homestead and have my own animals and huge vegetable garden where I can grow pumpkins and grow all the things and feed my family with things that we made with our very own hands. Um, God, I cannot wait for those days. But for now, I'm doing little things each day that allow me to pursue this way of life, even while living in a, you know, more of like a city type place. So yeah, if you have any questions or anything you want to share with me about your journey, I absolutely love to hear. So please feel free to comment or just, you know, write me on my Instagram at, at spoonfuls of cozy. I will be happy to talk to you with in my direct messages. So yeah, I'm sending you all so much love. Bye. Thank you.